Hello. Hello. Hello there. This is me. I'm back. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. It's been a while. Yeah. All right. I know. Okay. I know. Yeah, I know. <sighs> I've been busy. That's why. Uh, lots and lots of stuff has been happening. Um, not not comedy related. That's kind of taken a back seat. I've still been doing it, and I will get into that as we go on. But before we go any further, it's New Year's Eve, and Merry New Year. Uh, you know, don't you know? Drink responsibly. I know. I know it's a bit late for that because this won't be published until, uh, well, next year, tomorrow. Uh, yeah. So I'm. <laughs> where do we start? Oh my God! There's so much that that's been happening. Uh, the last time I was speaking to you, it was um, it was in the run up to Edinburgh. I was talking a lot about my um, my previews that I was doing, and uh, they all went really well. I think we did four four previews, Rachel and I, um, for our amazing Edinburgh show. Actually, it wasn't called amazing; it was called awesome. And um, the previews were really really useful. We started off by doing our very first one, which was at the fantastic Bill Murray pub in Angel, and uh, that was just fantastic. It was the first time I've ever done half an hour on stage. Uh, it was just cobbling together all my old material into some sort of order. And it was good. It was really good. We didn't know how many people were going to be there. I kind of knew a couple of mates were going to turn up. So we were expecting maybe four or five people. And it was the upstairs room at the Bill Murray. If you've ever been there, then you'll know that upstairs is... It's just like a bedroom, really. Uh, that sort of size, you know, a double bedroom. Uh, and you can fit in maybe, I don't know, 14 people sat down. And there's a tiny little stage... And uh, um, we sold out. I mean, it was a free gig, but, you know, we sold out. We, we had a full room, which was just amazing. A few people had seen me before, seen the material before, but it went really well for a preview, you know, for my very first ever preview. And, uh, and that was a springboard to, to kind of keep going forward with it. It was good. It was really good. Rachel did amazingly well as well. I'm not going to concentrate on what Rachel did because she's a totally different person to me. She doesn't look like me at all, nothing like me. And uh, so I just concentrate on me. But yeah, Rachel did very well, very well over the whole run anyway. Um, and after that, we did a couple more. We did one at the Rose and Crown. I've probably covered all this before, but I'm just kind of recapping for my, my purposes, really. Um, we did one at the Rose and Crown, which is also known as the Freedom Fridge on this podcast. Uh, it's where I did one of my first ever gigs, of course. And, uh, and that was uh, a little bit harder. Uh, there were fewer people there, maybe seven or eight people, but it was still good. Was still, I mean, you never ever get this chance to do that much, you know, on the open mic circuit. You get to do five minutes, maybe ten minutes if you're lucky. Uh, so to do half an hour, it's it's kind of unheard of, really, unless you book it yourself, which is what we did. Uh, so that was good. Um, and we did a few other ones. Where else? We did? we did one in Tooting at Rachel's Night. That was good. That was a weird one, actually, for me, because we had lots of people from work. And it was almost like, no disrespect to anyone that was there, um, it felt a little bit like performing in front of my mum, mainly because they were uh, an older generation and I was doing sort of silly stuff. And it kind of, I kind of felt like they were doing that whole nodding but not really getting, 
getting me sort of stuff. So that didn't. That was the worst preview for me, I think. Um, and then the fourth one we did was uh, part of the Ballum Free Fringe, and that that was a really nice gig actually. That was really good. I mean, the pub's fantastic. They do so much comedy there. We were in kind of the smallest back room, but we still got like uh, nearly, well, I think probably about 20 people in there. And we learned a valuable lesson from doing that is that uh, don't let people in once you've started. So we learned that before we got to Edinburgh, which was really useful. Or if people do walk in, kind of how to deal with that. Um, fortunately for me, Rachel always went first, so she was the one always having to deal with people walking in, of which I think it only happened once, maybe twice, when we were in Edinburgh. Uh, but yeah, the preview, so that by the time we got to Edinburgh, I was kind of ready to do it. It was good. It was good. Uh, so what should I say? I should tell you about Edinburgh. Oh, amazing. We spent a week there, the first week of the Fringe, um, and we had a brand new venue. They'd never done anything for the festival before. And it was called Daylight Robbery. That sort of diner, cafe, bar. It was a bit of an amalgam of, of lots of different things, actually. And uh, so by, by day, it was just like, you know, kind of like an American diner, almost. Can you imagine what that's like in, in Scotland? And then downstairs in the basement, which is where we were, they had a Game of Thrones... It wasn't really a reenactment, but a theme bar where they had um, posters up from uh, of scrolls from the program and pictures of the the different different cast members in their roles. Uh, you know, scribed. It wasn't just photos. It wasn't a bit, it wasn't like Planet Hollywood or anything. Um, and so it was a really weird little space, but it was exactly what we needed. It, it was a twenty five seater. Um, and they had benches and tables and a few stools and things like that and a kind of corner of the room, a stone, it was almost like a dungeon. Actually, it was, it was like a dungeon. And they had a PA, great, it was all working fine. The lighting was a bit hit and miss. Because we were at the start of the fringe, they hadn't really kind of considered the lighting so much, so uh, it was not great coverage the first couple of shows. The next one, they brought in another light, and then by the fourth one, I think, they'd got proper spotlights, and that was it was perfect from then on. But we really had no problems with it at all. Um, I was able to plug in my laptop, so the sound was okay. We were able to play music before when people were sitting there, so it wasn't just deathly silence. It was good. It was so good. So the way we actually ran the show is that we'd have music playing, just kind of background music as people arrived, and then I'd make an announcement that we were coming to the stage. Rachel and I would go on. We had two mics as well, which is good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming. Please welcome to the stage, Rachel and Lee! Just do a little intro, very short intro, which we kind of ad-libbed a little bit. Then Rachel left the stage, I reintroduced her, she did her half an hour, 25 minutes, then she introduced me, then I did my bit, and then she came back on uh, to say thank you and give us some cash. And it was good. It was so good. I mean, the very first show, you can imagine this, we got to this uh, bar, which was in the middle of nowhere, really. I mean, it was by the, uh, the Stand Comedy Club, so if you know Edinburgh, you kind of know roughly the area in Newtown. 
fortunately, that meant that there was not an awful lot of competition. So people looking for free shows or to try something. And we were on early in the day as well, so we were at 2.25 in the afternoon. So not a lot of stuff was going on in that part of town at that time. So we benefited from that immensely. We, we had, I think, almost a full room on our very first show. And by the end of it, we were flyering in all the right places and the crowds were pretty consistent. Well, we were in double figures the whole way through the run. So pretty much over half full for every show. And then the second to last show, penultimate show, we were rammed. We had to bring in extra chairs. There was, it was almost standing room only. Well, it was. Uh, if anyone else had turned up, we'd have to turn them away. Hello. Hello, Thanks everybody. Hello, everyone. There are a lot of you on there. Hello there. There's a thing, comedy, where you should try and learn the names, but we haven't got time for that. <laughs> Thank you all so much for coming. Thank you. It's been like this every day, obviously. <laughs> no, to be fair, we've had like double figures the whole time. Uh, so that was that was by far away our best, best show, best audience. But the thing I'll take away from Edinburgh is to have a week because we we're on there for a week to be able to just do the same show over and over is just so useful. I mean, I went up and down with how I was feeling about what I was doing. Um, I knew it. I knew what I was saying. I didn't lose my way at all. That was really good. That's kind of one worry I had going up to Edinburgh. How the hell am I going to remember half an hour's worth of material? Uh, but because it's the stuff I've been doing, it was just it was there. And doing it every day, it just stays with you. So that, that wasn't a problem. But I was up and down with how good the material was. And because I'd, um, I hadn't changed my preview material at all, I kind of stuck with the same stuff. Once I decided what I was going to do, that's what I stuck with. Um, by about halfway through the run, I was starting to think, these jokes aren't quite good enough. I'm, I'm not getting the laughs that I, I think I can get. So I was starting to look at how to change the material and how to improve it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, the thing is, when I first met tomorrow, I wasn't entirely sure that it was going to like work out between the two of us. You know, for two reasons, really. First one, this is a bit embarrassing, but uh, the first time we went back to her place, um, I accidentally called her a, a slag. <laughs> it's not my fault. On her underwear, it said next. What was I supposed to think? <laughs> When, uh, when we first got together, I wasn't in sh entirely sure that it was going to work out between me and Tamara. Um, and that's for two reasons. Uh, first reason is that when we first went back to her place the first time, I really didn't think she liked me at all. I really didn't. Because on her underwear it said, next. <laughs> So what I would have loved to be able to do is spend the whole month doing it. But it's kind of a cascade effect where if you change one thing, it affects the next, and then the next, the next. And so it's actually quite hard to change material once you've kind of set it. I can see how much you grow in a month of doing just intensive, um, an intensive show doing the same material over and over. And stuff that you don't get by doing five minutes every night. And I, I never, ever do it every night when I'm gigging. I normally do one or two a week, if that. 
So to be able to just really intensely kind of focus on just what I'm doing, oh, it was so amazing. So after saying that, uh, I'm not going to Edinburgh this year. It was hard for my family, me being away from them. That's not that's not anything I thought I'd ever say. But I mean, it's summer holidays, and I kind of abandoned them a little bit to go off and do this silly, silly hobby of mine. So I'm not going to do it this year. The focus is going to be on writing new material for next year, 2019. Ideally, what I'd love to have done by then is written out new new material, in entirely new stuff, so not using anything I've done before, and uh, and put a show together of my own, whether that be an hour or whether it be an extended half hour or, or 40 minutes, I don't know, I don't know. Um, I've got lots and lots of ideas, but uh, since Edinburgh last year, when you listen to you're listening to this in 2018, aren't you? So last year, so 2017 Edinburgh, um, I've taken it really easy. I've not been gigging at all. Uh, I've done maybe a handful of gigs since Edinburgh. I mean, I've been running Comedy in the Crown with Phil regularly. So we started that back up in October. And we did a few months of that before Christmas and then did a little break. And uh, and so that's been good. But I haven't really done a spot. I've been emceeing. And when Phil has been emceeing, I've not been on stage. So I've really kind of... I don't want to say let it slide, but I've just had a lot of other focuses on... I've moved house and spent time with the family and work. All the kind of stuff that gets in the way of doing comedy has been getting in the way. Uh, that makes it sound like it's terrible, but you, you know, you just, I have a life. I have people that rely on me, and you know, it's just the way things are. So uh, let's uh, let me talk a little bit about the crown. The crown has gone from strength to strength. It really has. It's got. Into, it's it's now pretty much exactly where we want it. We've got brand new lights. We've got an excellent backdrop now. We've got photos that look good. We've got video that looks good. Phil is doing really well as the MC. I'm enjoying doing it too. I kind of feel a bit up and down with with my skills, um, but it's been it's been great, and uh, people love doing it. And we've had great audiences as well. So it's everything's going really well with that. So the plan is from January the ninth, which is when we restart after Christmas and the New Year. Phil is going to MC all of January. And I am trying to write a new set every week. And I've got to be focused on this. I've got to re- This is my New Year's resolution, apart from not to have New Year's resolutions. Um, my aim is to, ha- to just concentrate on writing new material. Now, I've got loads of ideas, which I'm not going to go into now. I'll go into that at a later date. But I really, really need to be focusing on getting on stage. So what I want to do is new material at the Crown every Tuesday and then hopefully that week take it somewhere else. So I do it again. And then on Tuesday, new stuff, take it somewhere else, have another go and just keep doing that for a little while and see see where I go. Because like I say, I've got all these ideas of, of notes written down but not I've not developed any. So I, that's what I need to do. I've got this overall theme idea for a, a show. And I just worry that I'm not good enough to write it yet, to do it justice. But that's no reason to not try. So, so that's where I am, really. Um, it's been 
it's been great. I've really enjoyed everything that's happened with uh, the build-up to Edinburgh. I've kind of, I have, I've let it slide, but as a decision. And now, now's the time to get back on that bloody horse that I occasionally talk about and and do it again, because I've got the skills to be able to do it. I kind of, I understand comedy a bit better after doing Edinburgh. So I, I feel like this is the chance, this is time to be doing this for me. Um, so yeah, I think that's, I think that's pretty much all I've got to say for the time being. Um, how have you been?